Oh my goodness. I'm obsessed with this client session. You are going to love it and so resonate with this. This is a live session with a um, a client who did a free mini session, which by the way, I give away a free mini session about every month to my audience. So if you're interested in applying for one, I would love to work with you and support you personally for 20 minutes of breakthrough. It is shocking as women, what we can do in 20 minutes when we put our energy on ourselves, we spend all of our day focusing and helping others. But when we slow down and put 20 minutes on ourselves, whether it's 20 minutes for the daily check-in, I'll link that in the show notes. If you don't do the daily check-in or it's 20 minutes with a coach uncovering something. 20 minutes can really change your life. And so give yourself permission to slow down and make that shift. And I know when you're in survival mode, it can be hard to do that, but take that time, allow yourself to be supported and received. That's actually the um, theme of this week's session, um, which is this lesson around the client came to me with the topic of money and being able to save and receive money. But as you know, money is just a lens for everything else in life. And so we talked about the conversation of what it's like to be able to receive, to receive goodness into our life, to receive support, to receive money. Um, And this is something I talk about in my book, Freedom Fund was a big journey for me learning how to not just be independent, but to be dependent in a beautiful way. Because I, the only reason I've been able to scale my business to the place that I have is because I've been able to really expand my capacity to be supported by a coach, by babysitters, by people who do my laundry, by (laughs) um, my team that works and helps me behind the scenes, keep everything running. There's no way you can have a six-figure business and enjoy it and make a big impact without receiving and getting a ton of support. So if you're flexing your receiving muscle in this season, the more you receive, the more you can give my love, right? Um, You're going to love this coaching session. Um, I cannot wait to share it with you. Welcome to the Heart-Centered Entrepreneur Podcast. I want you to be rich. Yes, I want abundant financial success for your business. But I don't just care about your business making money. I care about you too. I want you to be rich in happiness, in the impact you make, in your relationships, and in how you give back. I'm Anna. I built my six-figure business as a side hustle while I was pregnant with my daughter in 2016. Now I've helped dozens of women do the same. I'm here to help you build a profitable, heart-centered, fully booked business with the latest tips on sales and visibility with proven mindset hacks and sneak peeks behind the scenes with what's working right now in the online space and in my business. Ready to make more money with heart? Let's go. So basically these 20 minutes are yours. So maybe tell me where your maybe some ideas of what you'd most like to do in session. Then we can pick one thing that feels like it would be the most potent for you. Yeah. So I was reading over or like, you know, doing all that stuff. And I think something that you asked for asked about like something about success, like where or what's keeping you from the next level of success. And I think I wrote something like I was feeling shame just in, I guess, in the area of my finances. And just I've been in this season of um of just like rebuilding. Um just moving to a different state and not having a job for nine months and then like using all my savings. And so, um, I had, I was also feeling shame just in finances because of where 
you know, I used to be as to where I am now and, and I'm, I'm better than I was a year ago, but I'm still in that rebuilding stage. So I think even with like success, um, I, I think I just feel like some shame around that because of my finances. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I think that's a great, I think that's a great place to dive in. If, if let's say for a second, I had a magic wand, which I don't, unfortunately, but let's just say, and we were able to suddenly in 20 minutes, remove all of your shame. Like what impact do you think that that would make if, whether it's over the next 20 minutes or the next six months, right? Like you're able to kind of unlock some of that. Like, why is this so important to you? Um, I think I would honestly feel, I think the difference would be, um, the feeling of freedom. Mm. I feel like I'd feel just more, yeah, lighter and more free because like, I think if people look at my life, I think it's successful, which is, which is, you know, in a sense it is. I just think the shame from finances, finances of where I was, you know what I'm saying? And to, to like really starting, it feels like at ground zero and now building up. Um, I think that's really what it is because I'm, I'm doing things and all that, you know, but Mm -hmm. it's just more so like, yeah, the freedom part. Yes. I love that. Why is the freedom important to you? What would you want to do with that? Like newfound inner freedom? Yeah, it's important. Let's see. Um, it's important to me because like, even as I'm talking to you, like thinking about the freedom, it feels like a weight is lifted. So it feels like I can just run full force and not feel like I'm shackled down or like Mm. stuck because when I try to move forward in things, that's when the shame creeps in of like, well, you can't release this or do this because you are not at that place financially. Um, Yeah. And so I think it's just important for me to feel that because it'll feel like a weight, you know, has been lifted. Mm, I love that. Do you feel like what's keeping you like stuck or shackled is um, like particular experiences or particular things, thoughts you're having about you or other experiences you've had where other people have judged you or like, where do you feel like most of that is coming from? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about, something similar like that today and I think some of it is coming from my parents just like their voices in my head and they they knew where I was financially and then they knew they don't know where I am now like in rebuilding and obviously better than I was a year ago but their voices and their assumptions and you know being saying things like oh you you can't do that you don't ever have any money which is not true I'm like things that I get to do I'm like I have money for but you know they'll just make comments of things that they don't even know or like involved in that part of my life and so just like hearing their voice um I remember like a few years ago or so I was recovering from a really intense surgery needed their help financially for a little bit and then paid them back as I always did but um but even with that they still hold that against me of like, well, you weren't financially then, or we've helped you and you can't afford this because you were having surgery, you know? And so still even hearing their voices so loud in my head, I think 
that is be what is holding me back or even producing um shame cycle yeah because I'll be like trying to do and make progress then I just hear their voices in my head or they'll just make comments just and we don't even live in the same state but they'll just make comments I won't even be talking about money or be like oh are you at work today how much how many hours are you working how many how much Mm -hmm. are you getting paid and I'm like it's not a like yeah. yes, I'm working, but it's also not even your business of how much I'm yeah. getting paid. I just don't involve them in yes. that. Yes. Okay. This is so good. And giving you so much credit for like seeing and realizing that what comes up for me is like, I mean, I wish we could change our appearance, right? We wish we could, but since we can't, right? Well, we cannot, there's like two types of boundaries, right? You probably have heard of this before, but like one boundary is like an external boundary, which is like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore, or I'm not going to talk to you about this topic anymore, right? Totally great to do those. Another fun boundary is an internal boundary. What that means is the only person that knows about Mm -hmm. it is you, right? So you might still talk about things, but you're deciding kind of like water off a duck's back, right? Like you're no longer going to take to wait. If maybe the comment will come here to the ear, but it's not going any further, right? Yeah. Yep. And so what comes up to me is like a, I don't know about your relationship with your parents in general, but if it's fine in like the other areas, right? Does this feel like some internal boundary work you can do too? And what the ironic thing is when we take, when we have that internal boundary and we take it less serious, I think they kind of notice too. And then they kind of step back a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, but when we're kind of taking it in and when we're believing it, like maybe there's a little shame and then it's like, oh, well, I kind of believe the shame. So I'm kind of buying into it. Right. Instead of like, that's where they said that. Cause I know it's not true. Anyway, how is mom doing? Like, yeah. instead of yeah. like, oh my God, that's confirming the truth that I believe that I'm a crappy person and like yeah. spiraling. And then they're like, see, I knew it. And then you're like, yeah, I knew it. Instead of like, what? Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you know what I mean? Yep. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, I think internal boundaries would be great. Cause I'm just, yeah, I'm, tra- I have the external boundary of like, we're not talking about this. You guys yes. are like, listen, I'm, th- I just turned 33. I am the only single one in my family. All my siblings are married. Yeah. And so, and I've asked them like, Hey, you're not like this with any of my other siblings. Um, and they're like, well, oh, they're, they're married. They don't, we wouldn't do, I'm like, but you can't just because I'm single, you can't do that. So the external, but I think the internal boundary is really helpful of just like, not taking what they say to heart because they don't know my financial situation now and they're just saying things. And so I think that's, that's really helpful for me. It's hard. And it kind of sucks that like you have to be the bigger person, right? Because technically they're your parent. They should be, but sometimes this is where I think we can try to apply some empathy, right? Yeah. We try to like apply some empathy. So where can we apply some empathy when it comes to your parents? Where can you say, of course, they're behaving like that. It makes sense. It doesn't make it right. And it's not cool. No. And I'm not going to believe them. But like, ooh, I'm going to kind of have some empathy. Why? How can we be empathetic as they're acting in that way? Yeah, I think to just remember in my head that they're trying to do the best they can, you know, yeah. with what they're you know, even if it's not, um, it's not working. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love no. that. Like they're, they're doing the best they can. And I mean, obviously I don't know your parents, but like maybe they're even mirroring insecurities or fears from their parents and from their parent, right? Like being like, they're doing their best. Like it's not coming out the right way, but they're trying to love me. They're doing their best. This is not the way, but yeah, they're trying their best. And what I know to be true about me and my money and my finances is what, what do you know to be true? Yeah. That I'm a hard worker, that I'm making steps, even though it's slow progress. It feels like, it feels like I'm taking like one step forward, two steps back, but I'm still trying to be diligent and not giving up, you know? And that it's, I think I, I'm trying to remind myself that it's not going to be this way forever. Mm-hmm. Like money comes and goes, you know? I love that. When you talk to your parents on the phone, where are you usually? Are you in the car or someone else, somewhere else? Um, Either in the car or um, at my house. It really just depends. Yeah. They're in the car or their house. Sometimes if they call, it'll be like on the way home. So I can just be like, oh, I'm, you know, coming to my house. I got to go, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Having those external boundaries. Right. Yep. But then maybe even putting on a sticky note. I love what you said. I'm a hard worker. I'm diligent. Honestly, whether I'm a hundred K in debt or whether I have a hundred K in the bank, I'm a hard worker. I'm a diligent person. I have integrity. I'm a good woman. I'm proud of who I am. I love who I am. I am a good. Yeah. I'm not perfect, but I'm a good person. Like I know that. Right. And like, honestly, money is irrelevant. Money is irrelevant. And you know what? If your parents for whatever reason, again, empathy, empathy, empathy. Yeah. If they're not seeing it that same way, that's okay. Because sometimes there's people that we love that we don't see it eye to eye on everything with, whether it's a friend or a parent or a child, like we're going to see things different. And the way that you see money might be different and more free than how they see money. But I really believe like I really try to see like when I think about my parents, I know it's different, but like every generation is hopefully getting healthier and healthier. Yes. (laughs) So like empathy that maybe they got stuck there, but like, that's okay. I don't have to, right? Yes. Yes. That's so good. And I keep, I like, (laughs) I'll say this out loud sometimes of like my financial and I have to like take it like just, do it even more, but like my financial success or not success, um, doesn't define me because, and I've told that to my parents before, because I'm like, listen, I'm a good person. Like I'm thriving in, I'm thriving in a lot of different areas, but they can't see past the finance part. Yeah. And so they're like, well, you're not thriving because you're probably not making this uh the like throw it amount but then you know I've been realizing like they're not even making the amount that they're trying to put on me mm-hmm. and like how much is their financial stuff like worries or whatever you want to call it um that they're putting on me is really like what they're you know dealing with so I have to remind myself like my financial success like I mean or whatever does not define me as a person, because I could be a millionaire, like overnight, it happens to people or, but does that still, does that make me, you know, better? Does doesn't that change an ounce of who you are. <laughs> exactly. And so I've been having to remind myself, like it's a season. This doesn't 
define who you are. Like people love you. They don't care. No one in my life cares like about how much money I'm making. Yeah. Only my only two people, which are my parents, yeah. but nobody else, you know? Yeah. And I think too, again, like it's so hard to get to this place, but I think like, I think there's three people who care about it, your parents and you. Cause I think like you're still, so I think if we can get rid of the you yeah. feeling guilty about it, your parents are going to be a non, and like you said, like how much of their belief is about me or them? Yeah. Like 99.999% of like what people, it's all about our own stuff. Right. And again, like, I don't know your parents, but let's just say for a second, I'm assuming they're good people, right? Like it's probably coming from some sort of deep down good place. We don't know how, and it's not really working, but like deep, 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 deep down, somehow they're trying their best over there. Right. So I think it's just being like, they're trying their best. They're doing their thing. So I can energetically really ignore them now in that area and do my own work around me keeping myself stuck, right? Me. Okay. So another question I had for you is like, when you think back to that season, when you did had to borrow money for the medical thing, right. Or you did like, how do you see, do you feel like you judge yourself for that season? Do you like, how do you see that part of your life? I don't feel like I did because I think because I so I had endometriosis and so it like mm. overtook my whole body mm. and so at that time I didn't I didn't really focus on that because I was focusing on healing my body and recovering from this really intense surgery as you should so I, right you know and so I was just thinking like this is what parents do like they're supposed to help their kids when they're in help when they're in need. And so I didn't really like think, I didn't really put much thought into the financial part of that because, you know, at that time they're like, oh, we will help you with whatever you need and whatever. But I wasn't thinking, I was in a different headspace, you know, yeah. then. How do you see it now? Now, like looking at it, I felt, I think now looking back at it, I'm like, oh, I felt helpless. Like I felt because, I like doing things. I'm like, I, I, sometimes it's hard for me to accept help. Yeah. And so at that time I felt help, like looking back, felt helpless of like, mm -hmm. this sucks. I now have to rely on them to help me out for a little bit, even though it's their job as parents. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Do you like, how do you want to, like what empathy can you give towards yourself when it comes to, where you're at either financially now or in the past? Like, how do you want to view that moving forward? I think I just want to view it as a lot of it was out of my control and I got through it. And, you, and, it, and I also want to view it as like, it's okay to ask for help. Mm. And not feel guilty or um, feel shame for asking for help. Yeah. What is your fan? What, what do you feel like either your parents or like, what do you feel like the message was growing up around asking for help? I would have to explain. I felt like I've had to explain myself, like growing up, like explain myself of, well, why do you need help? Or why do you want this? <laughs> it could be like anything, even as a kid, as like teenager, whatever, like, well, why? I'm like, why do I need to explain something that I want? Like, why can't I yeah. just you know, why can't I just have help? It was always this explaining, but also like 
I think the shame of feeling for asking for help because mm-hmm. yeah, the explaining, but also I'm like trying to think of the word also just like almost feeling bad for asking for help that make you feel bad like and be like well we've and then turn it against you like well we've done we've helped you like this and done so much for you and helped you with this like and almost like feeling condemned when I would ask for help for it not even just finances just anything it felt like which is so useful to see like okay this isn't really about money this is about this relationship of like independence versus dependence right yeah and I think like maybe your parents were coming at it from a good place of like, we want our daughter to be independent. We want her to be, yeah. we don't want her to, to, I don't know, whatever it is. Right. But I think yep. if you as an adult, it's okay for you to say, okay, but every human, we all need to be independent, but we also it's as humans, we're designed to be dependent. We're designed to help and be helped to need each other in community from safe people, right. That we can trust and that respect us. Yeah. But for you to have that view of like, no, I believe that it's okay to be dependent. It's okay to need and to need others. And what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I'm learning that, you know, Mm -hmm. to just like be okay to be dependent and asking for help and and in all areas. They're like, even to the point of like asking for prayer, like I have really good friends in my life and like even just walking through some things and even asking them like, hey, I'm not doing well. Can y'all pray for me? And even that's so small, but it's so big for me because I'm learning like, Hey, there are people around you that want to help. And even, even if I do get help to receive it, to just receive it and not feel bad for receiving it, a gift or, you know? Yes. That your job as the receiver isn't to like, how can I pay them back? But like, how do I show gratitude? How do I show appreciation? And you're really doing them a favor because I don't know about you, but when someone asks for my help, I'm like, oh, cool. I feel needed. Like I feel important. I feel, so when you ask someone else for help, you're saying, I trust you. I respect you. I, I, it's vulnerable to ask for help. So you're saying like, I trust you with my vulnerability. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I even, cause I love helping people. So I'll be like, let me help you. But when it's like the receiving part of it, I'm learning how to be a good receiver. I feel like in this season, um, and it is vulnerable because I'm a giver It's vulnerable to be a receiver and receive well. And like you said, not trying to like pay them back with something else. Cause it'd be like, Oh, thank you. What can I do for you? And just learn because that's how it felt like growing up. Like I received something, but it felt like even a gift, it feel it'd come back around and feel like mm-hmm. strings attached. And so then I was like, well, then I don't know. I don't want to receive because I, are you going to like down the road, you know, have strings attached yes. to it. So I'm learning how to be a good receiver. <laughs> I love that. And maybe even an affirmation around it's safe for me to receive and ask for help from healthy people. Yes. Right. It's, I have a good head on my shoulders. I have good intuition. I know who's a good friend to me. And from those good people, it's safe and healthy for me to have a need, to have a request, to ask for help. And they can always say no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it's also safe for me to ask and it's safe for my friends to say yes or to say no. Yes. During my, um, divorce. I'm a fairly independent person too, but I think God just really like humbled me when I was like 
moving across the state and like my life was in chaos and like I had no other option but to ask for help. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I started a list, a receiving list, and I started looking for evidence of all the ways that I was doing good at receiving, right? So like one of my girlfriends helped me like pack up my house, right? So I wrote that down. I got in a car accident and another one of my girlfriends um, like door pizza for me and my kids, right? So I wrote that down. I was, um, you know, we moved to a new school and one of the moms was like, I'll bring your son to the field trip because she knew I had to work, right? So I wrote that down and I didn't do anything to pay these women back, right? She just brought my son to the field trip and she was really happy to help me, right? Oh, my yeah. girlfriend get, bought me pizza and she wasn't like, okay, when are you going to buy me pizza back? Right. And so I started writing down, okay, these are the ways that I am seeing, or one of my clients got sick and canceled a call and it was a busy day for me. So I was like, okay, God, you cleared my day. Right. So just looking for evidence of ways that you already are receiving and being grateful for it and showing that appreciation and just really looking for evidence there. What do you think? I love that. Yes, that is so good. Cause I, I'm a person who loves writing things down too. So if I can visually, like, obviously you can see it in your head, but if I can visit, uh, visibly write it, I can't even talk visibly see it. So like writing it down. I think that'd be really helpful for me. And then that's your action, right? It's not like when I receive, how do I give it back to someone? But like, how do I, appreciate how do I stop and look them in the eyes and say when you sent me pizza that meant so much to me thank you yes that's how we pay people back right and when you do that they're like oh my god of course I'm happy oh thank you me you're thanking me right like it feels good to help people right um or for me, like, I love to like, kind of like write little prayers down to God, like, God, thank you. I know that that was from you and that was a gift that you gave me. And I want to acknowledge that. Right. Yes. And really affirming for your nervous system. There's no other shoe to drop. When someone gives you something, who's a healthy human, that's it. It's for you to enjoy. It's not like there's a shoe to drop later. And this is how we're going to move it towards money too, right? I also want you to write down when you receive money. Okay. And trust that like, if your nervous system believes when I receive something, there's going to be a fallout. There's going to be an expectation. There's this weird thing that can translate to money too. Right. Wow. Yeah. And so just affirming like, Oh, someone gave me 20 bucks for my birthday. I received that money, right? Like, oh, I picked up an extra shift at work. I made another 200 bucks, right? I'm going to receive money and it say, I love receiving money. I love to receive money. I love to save money, right? I don't always have to spend it. Like it's safe for it to come in. That doesn't make me selfish. Like, what are your thoughts around that piece? I love that. And I, I, it feels good because I feel like you are giving me language. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> what I was playing inside like of just like um even just the, again writing down the receiving money and not feeling for the shoe to drop because I think even if I've got a gift or even money like it was just my birthday last week and um like I had friends just randomly send me gift cards and it was so sweet I was like thank you so much but I think inside like you said like the nervous system is like oh my god is there something does that mean something bad's happening? And what a yes. sad way. <laughs> um, but then also like, 
the whole spending and saving of like, it's safe for me to save money, yeah. you know, instead of like feeling out of control and feeling yes. like, do I need to give this away? Because uh, yeah. Yes. And obviously, right. Like, because I don't have the magic wand, it's not a 20 minute fix, but I love the idea of you sending an intention of like, okay, over the next six months, I'm going to heal this receiving and this money wound really. Right. And like, maybe it'll come in the form of some coaching. Maybe it'll come in the form of like a random podcast. Maybe it'll come in the form from like a girlfriend that says a little nugget, but I'm going to keep journaling and I'm going to keep believing that it's going to be safe for me to re-regulate my nervous system. Right. And the cool thing is like in life, money is just a mirror for the bigger thing. Right. So it's really like, yeah, I'm going to practice receiving money, but really in general, I'm just going to practice receiving in general, right? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, tell me what you're most taking from session today. What are your, what's standing out to you, my love? I think you're giving me language for what I've been trying to express mm-hmm. outwardly. Um, and I was like, I don't have the language. So like, I think just hitting again on the receiving part was so big for me. And just like, um, this, the feeling of safety, even just around finances, like it's okay to feel safe and not out of control. Like yeah. you're out of like my nervous, specifically my nervous system, Yeah, you know? Um, and so I think that was so big for me those two things are so big for me and even I love to that I'm going to start practicing more is the like the internal boundary of just like when my parents come and talk to me about that because they will like my dad literally called me midday today randomly and I thought there was an emergency so I was like hey and he's like are you at work and I'm like Yes, I am. And he just, he wanted to talk, try to talk to me something about my car. But I was like, you could have texted me. He's like, oh, I just need to see if you were at work. I'm like, I go to work every day. Yes. Well, I, we live states away from each other. And why are you calling? Is if you know, midday, I'm like, oh, there could be an emergency or something. But no, no, he was just saying hi. But I think just that, that boundary, the um, internal boundary, because I've had, external with them but internal of like don't just let it bounce off you they don't they don't really know they're just making assumptions yes they're trying their best over there what feels like a good visual for like the bounce off is it like water off a duck's back is it like a bouncy ball on the wall like what feels like a good visual there honestly a bouncy ball (laughs) it's just like bouncing off it's not bouncy balls don't stick you know, and they go right back to the person too. Right. So you're like, okay, there's your like negative anxious energy. it's really anxiety, right? Your parents are having some anxiety. They're trying to pass the anxiety to you. And you're like, boop, I'm having a great day. So go take your anxiety back and feel free to come back when you're not feeling anxious. Right. You know, anxiety almost comes from like control. Right. So it's like, they're having an anxious moment. We'll take your anxiety. I'll see you at Thanksgiving and we can enjoy some Turkey. Right. Yes. Yes. I love that. Okay. You are lovely. Sending you so much love and credit for doing this work. Really so much credit to you. Thank you so much. This was so great.
Thanks for hanging out today. Please hit that subscribe button so you can make sure to stay updated anytime a new episode drops. And I would love for you to join me in my free Facebook community. It's called The Heart-Centered Entrepreneur. We discuss the podcast episodes. I regularly go live and do free trainings. And you may even meet your newest biz bestie. So you can join at heartcenteredcommunity.com. It's absolutely free. And I cannot wait to see you in there.